Will Colin Kaepernick get a job? Will Donald Trump get impeached? Can Mello still get buckets? This and more on this week's episode of The Rail World. This is a true story. To find out what happens, what happens? when people stop being polite, start getting. <laughs> I want to welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to yet another episode of The Real World. And this week, I wanted to rewind the times a little bit to how I used to go through my first few episodes. Around the time that I started this, everything was about Colin Kaepernick, Donald Trump, just things that I saw that I thought that I was continuously repeating. But because I was on my black militant ish, I always wanted to touch it and talk about it. So. As you kind of go back in time with me, um, feel me as I touch on some things that have happened over the last couple of weeks. Uh, I know it's been about three weeks since I guess you've seen me, so I got a lot to catch up on and a little bit of time before I get you out of here. Point one. So I'm at the point in my life where I don't really care if Colin Kaepernick gets a job. I love the work that he did and what he stood for. I'm going to repeat that again for anyone that thinks I'm a hater. I love the work and what he stood for. But honestly, I'm kind of ready for the story to just go away. Um, yes, he was totally blackballed. Yes, he's good enough to play. Yes, I hate seeing what's happening to him for somebody that wants to do something. But I really want to know how he figures that talking about people who would be his potential employer how it works asking them for a job acting the way that he did over the weekend now check me out because Stephen A. Smith got killed for this and he had his own take and I've been kind of measured in what I said because people don't understand nuance so wearing the Kunta Kente shirt appreciate it ball out having the big fro appreciate it ball out but telling the the owners yo i'm right here stop running from me i'm not scared missing out on the opportunity that that they gave him to promote something else i can't really rock with that and it's so much in that that you have to kind of unpack and understand for one life isn't fair even when you're doing right that doesn't mean that good things are going to happen to you and knowing this He should know better. And knowing that he knows this out of life and that he wants to still play, you know that you got to give up something to get what you want. If you want the millions of dollars in the spotlight that the NFL has, you got to do something so that you're able to fit in within their vision of how they want to play football. I know it sounds unfortunate and it's crazy, but the truth of the matter is that each one of us make a choice every single day. I can guarantee you that you don't agree with 100% of the things that either your employees do, the group of people you associate with, and we, it's so many things, and we still make the choice that that's what I want to do because I think overall it's in my best interest. My best friend could be a total fuckboy, do all sorts of crazy shit, and because he holds me down, I'm not going to leave him. I might tell him about himself, but I'll never leave him in the sense where he won't be my best friend. 
people could feel the exact same way about me because I'm able to do something where they see something great in me. They decide to stick around. So it upsets me because I'm all for the cause, the cause of black people being oppressed by the police, the cause of black men, black women, black people being shot at, abused, assaulted by people who are put into power by having state sanctioned violence be okay. I am all for that this weekend and rightfully so it was about Colin and what Colin should have done is kept his mouth closed, showed everybody, you know what? I still got a cannon. We out here. Let me get these wins. Let's get to this. Fuck you money. And then I can really do the things that I want to do that can really empower and help the community. That's what I would have loved to see happen. But because of that, I never think that he'll get another chance to ever play in the NFL. And it's truly sad. It's hard to beg somebody for a job, but also say fuck you at the same time. Please take notes. Donald Trump. I always say this, unless it's a specific political episode, I hate talking politics on the pod. Nobody wants to listen. Everyone agrees with me. Most people think the same way I do. Shout out to Camille being like the only Republican that I really know that's black. Hold it down, brother. You're doing your thing. But I will say this part. I have no love for him. Hope he gets impeached. Um, President. uh, Who would be president? Because both him and Pence would probably be out. Nancy Pelosi 2020. Um, down to something that's more fun. Let's talk about mellow. When do you know it's over? When should you give up on something that you've been doing your entire life? I'll admit, I've never been the biggest mellow fan. I used to frequently get into arguments with all of my friends when he was an offensive machine, both in Denver and New York about his scoring prowess and who was the best scorer in the NBA. For all of the, I'm not so sure's. Here's what I am short of. He's a top 10 player in his generation. He was dope. Usually guys of his pedigree get the chance to leave the game on their own terms. Whether you're Dwayne Wade and you have the farewell tour, whether you're Dirk Nowitzki, Kobe Bryant, those guys all got the chance to write their own tickets and decide how they thought that their end was going to happen. They get the chance to stay on too long, to look old. To take a farewell tour. So where we're asking about how it's going to end exactly with him playing with the double zeros in Portland. I'm wondering if he can get a taste of glory just one more time. Let the transition to his regular life or the next phase of life for him be a little bit easier. Because rumor has it, my man's basically been paying pickup with people that could hoop in New York just trying to get back in the league. Of course, he's going to give us buckets. One, he's bigger than us. Two, he's an NBA player. He's skilled. So as I think about my own like mortality in basketball, because newsflash, I've been trashed this season. Um, I empathize with him trying to figure out if this is his time and if he'll be able to let it go. Not everybody gets the chance to go out on top and to do it comfortably. And at this point, all I hope for him is that he doesn't embarrass himself. He's able to put some numbers up, have a good run walk off into the sunset that would be dope if I could do that too we got a playoff game this week um 
Last night, I spent some time at the dojo. It's my frequent pull-up spot on Tuesday nights. Shout out to the art hype. Shout out to Job Shot. Shout out to Joey Knows. And the thing is, if I'm being completely real, and those are their ads on Instagram if you want to see some dope photography. And it's Joey Only Knows. The thing is, we got into a conversation about a chicken sandwich. <laughs> and while I'm tired of talking about Popeye's and their chicken sandwich, a few things struck struck me as being pretty amazing. One, apparently the hype of the sandwich and the taste of it matches the reality and the demand for it that people have. There's not a day that I don't drive by and I literally see a line out the door around a Popeye's. Popeye's was never my favorite destination, but I won't front like the chicken isn't good. I don't know if it's good enough for me to wait in that kind of line. It's not like they working with Chick-fil-A level customer service where they know that they got you moving. But why I thought it was important and why I wanted to bring this up. Aaron Magruder wrote in Boondocks um, back in 2005, I believe, in, in season one about something called a nigga moment. As a resident of the DMV, D.C., I grew up in Oxon Hill. Um, the truth of the matter is a young man ended up losing his life because someone felt the disrespect of him getting cut in line in pursuit of this chicken sandwich. The reason that I'm not making a joke or making light of this matter is the fact that a young man literally lost his life over what? I never knew that Aaron Magruder's outlook would predict how real life has gone. Have we lost our entire fucking minds thinking that certain things are just that serious? One of the notes that I want to make to any young men that are listening to this. The truth is, unless somebody really puts their hands on you, it ain't that serious. It's much better to walk away, live to another day and just have a good life. It doesn't make you a bitch. Doesn't make you a punk. But because we've like conditioned so many people to believe that if I don't fight you or kill you, you know, I'm just not worthy. You have these incidents that don't need to happen. Life is super precious. I don't want to fight because I have too much to lose. I have people to come home to people to live for. Now, if you put your hands on me, that's a whole nother thing. But just because you said something to me, I'm not really tripping. Crazier things have happened. And the way that people are operating these days with life being as valuable as it is or not as valuable as we believe that it should be taken. So many people keep getting their lives taken from them. It's not a black person epidemic, so I don't want to put it all on us, but it's an epidemic that's specifically right now t- happening in my community. And because of that, it's something that I'd love for us to change and not to really address. Like, I saw something crazy on Instagram. No, on black Twitter. And they were talking about, like, Floyd Mayweather and kind of the excesses that he lives in. My comment was like one of, yo, I don't have a problem with Floyd making the money that he makes, flexing for the gram, showing everybody how rich he is. But when we, when did we decide as a community, that's how our role model should act? Why is that the thing that we aspire to be? And if we figure that part out, 
I think the people who end up being like Floyd Mayweather will do different things and make different choices. Again, that's not to put Floyd down because Floyd is probably the goat of boxing. But that doesn't make him the goat for being a human being. So that's just where I'm going. I want to see a lot of people get these things together. I'd love for us to move in a different direction and do things that are more positive. Um, I was specifically asked last night what I thought about a lot of the gentlemen who are, if I'm being fair, on death row for crimes, accused of crimes that they said they didn't commit, that the evidence doesn't fit with the case. And I wanted to be measured in the response that I had to something like that. The justice system is not our friend. And when I say that, it's not because I don't believe that people should, you know, have justice done when they commit crimes. But we don't try to rehabilitate people anymore. It's based on revenge. I don't want to kill anybody. Even if somebody killed somebody in my family, me actually pulling the trigger, I'm not that person. And so because we've seen so many instances where innocent people are dying for crimes that they did not commit. I'd love to understand people's thought pattern behind this. Let's take the revenge factor out of it. It sucks to see any life loss. But if you're doing something and one person that was innocent could potentially lose their life, spend the rest of their life behind Bahars, is that okay? Is that worth killing the killer? These aren't questions that I have answers to. I just feel like for such a Christian based uh, nation, we should be better than that. We should be better than people, you know, putting crazy stipulations on people. And uh, I don't even want to touch the T.I. thing and him checking to see if his daughter's still a virgin. While like I get it in a certain point. He's way out of pocket, way, way out of pocket. We have a situation where I look at the way that women are treated. And if we talk openly about sexuality and what people do, we're still living like we're Puritans or we just came off the boat and we're pilgrims. The truth is women have sex. It's okay. I think that the choice is you have to educate kids, not put the fear of God in them, because I don't know how much that works. Growing up, I was always told, yo, I'm not raising nobody's kids. Don't bring no babies home. Okay. Would that stop me from doing it? No, absolutely not. I try to be smarter about it. Um, I don't have kids and I'm in my late 30s, so I guess I was kind of smart and or lucky, but These are the things that we have to tell people. There's also a double standard that's specifically put on women. It's cool for you to be a sex slave. Not saying it's really cool, but people will take you into that field. But if they're your daughter, like, no, you can't have sex. But I will kidnap you because that's kind of the thing that's trending on all forms of social media right now. Um, You should watch out for that. I don't know how I feel about that being a guy that's never committed any of these weird kind of acts, but I do know that specifically we have to do a better job of allowing women to be free, to make choices, to do things that they think that they want to do 
and that we don't judge them for it. Your life is your life, whether that's like abortion, sex, whatever. I can't put my morals and values onto you. I can only ask that you make smart decisions with the tools that I give you and not to look at you any kind of way if you decide to go another route. So I bounced all over the place at the end of this. Um, I didn't really feel that comfortable discussing like T.I.'s thing. I wish that, (laughs) frankly, we could get past doing the death penalty. I just know it's not going anywhere. So many things that I think about, and it really makes me sad um, that in 2019, almost 2020, that's what we're still talking about. We haven't evolved our thinking because we're still acting like this is the early 1900s. It's crazy. We got to do better. We can do better. And if we know better, which is what I honestly believe that we do, it's up to us to then in turn do better for the next generation. And that being said, I end every episode by saying the exact same thing. Ball players on a rap, rappers on a ball. This is Darrell of the Rail World. And I hope to see you guys next week. Oh, and I have a special episode for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving with Black Families definitely dropping next Wednesday. Check me out. I'm available on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever else you find your podcasts. I appreciate you, and you guys have a good day. We out. Peace.